Amen. So we started yesterday with the story to Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua. Rabban Gamliel holds that Tefilat Arbit is a chovah. Rabbi Yoshua says reshut. And the story was you walk into the, there was a student that asked this question. And then they told Rabbi, he told Rabbi Yoshua, the Rabban Gamliel, that Rabbi Yoshua holds reshut. Rabban Gamliel made Rabbi Yoshua stand up and he, had to, he admitted that he, he holds reshut. And then there was, um, he said, how much more is Rabban Gamliel going to be Mitta'ed of Yeshua? There were three stories where, where he was, you know, was Mitta'ed him. And they said, let's put Rabbi Yeshua to be the Nasi. They said, they can't put Rabbi Yeshua because he's no gay Abedabad. Rabban Gamliel would feel too bad. Rabbi Akiva can't do it because he doesn't have Zichut Avot. And whoever's taking over has got to have Zichut because Rabban Gamliel might have a Hakpada. Finally, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, they walked, they walked over to him and they asked him to be the next uh, Nasi. He asks his wife and she tells him, Dilma ma'avirin lach. Maybe they're going to, they're going to, you know, the same way they took out Rabbi, Rabban Gamliel, maybe they'll take you out also. So he answers her, very big, uh, you know, you saw it, got to look into it, see exactly what this means, how to apply it. It's better to use an expensive cup, uh, you know, glass, nice, chashuv cup, even though tomorrow it might break. Meaning, going through, becoming the nasi is worth it, even if it means to lose it. You don't have any white hairs. He was 18 and a miracle happened. And he got 18 rows of 18 rows of white hair. <coughs> what do you say? I'm like, it's like I'm 70. I'm like 70. We think I'm like 70. I'm, I'm, I'm 18, because, but I'm like 70 because he got those 18 rows of uh, white hair. They took away the security from the shul. Uh, there was a guy who, the security guard, the mashkiach, didn't let anybody in. Anybody who wasn't totally legit, 100% into his learning, they didn't allow him in the shul. Go to a different shul. This shul is only for guys who are 100%. His inside like his outside. There's no jokes. Now it's under new management. Now that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah took over, he allowed everybody in. So <coughs> he gave everybody was able to go in. Rabban Gamliel's policy was: any student which is inside does not look like he's outside, and outside he looks all uh, all uh, you know serious about his learning. And in the inside, he's not really serious. They don't let him in. They had to add adventures into the shul. One old they added 400 benches. They added 700 benches. Rabban Gamliel started feeling bad. So wow. Seven benches, 700 benches. I don't know how many people sat on each bench. Maybe four, maybe six. 2,000 people. Yeah, so, so he felt bad. Wow, look at the Torah that I'm... Maybe I was wrong my whole life. Amad Dilma Torah Israel. 
Look at all these people that are learning now, that they're only learning now because Rabbi Lazav and Aziyah let them in, but I myself never let them in. So what happened? That night he had a dream. White pictures, that were full of ashes. Meaning to show that when you think it all looks, you got, you got the biggest bet midrash, you got 10,000 people learning, but you only got 100 of them that are legit. Everybody else is uh, full of ashes. So the Gemara says, well, don't take that so literal. It's not true. Since Rabban Gamliel felt bad that he didn't have that much, uh, he saw that maybe he was wrong, not allowing those students in. So they showed him in the dream that their white pitcher is full of ashes. But bottom line is, he got the Ben Midrash full, and little by little, the Torah will have an effect. So what's going on? Hashem is giving him a false message just to make him feel good? Just to pacify him? So some say that in policy, it's wrong. You got to take in everybody because you don't know. The Torah can, you know, can always change them. In this specific case, it could be the extra people that came in were all... Uh, well, Hashem was saying like in this situation you didn't really hold back because they wouldn't have made it anyways but even though that's not for us to judge but Hashem was telling Rabban Gamliel just to make him feel good that day they said a lot of uh, testimony a lot of idiot anytime when the Mishnah it says this that what's the day that they elected Rabbi Al-Azab and Azariah to be the Nasi any halacha that was questionable in Bet Midrash, that they explained everything. You would think that Rabban Gabriel maybe, maybe he was, you know, he got demoted. He's not, he's, uh, he'll find himself a different, uh, different shul. He came to this Bet Midrash and he was involved in the learning, even though he got knocked off the, of the chief. He used to be the chief, now he's a regular guy. A few shahad, it's not. How do we know that he was still involved? A convert from Amoni. Now, the Gemara says somebody who converts from Amoni can't marry a Jew. Basically, is, you know, why he become a ger. Maybe he can become a convert. Maybe they don't allow him to become a convert. Or he can become a convert and they don't allow him to get married. So basically there's no, it just says somebody from, you know, Amun came to Ben Midrash. Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get So he's still involved. Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get married to a Jew? Am I allowed to get Somebody from Amon, from the town of Amon, can come. So an Amoni cannot come. Do you think that today's Amon is the Amon that you're talking about? All the nations of the world got all mixed, mixed up together. You don't have, you know, today, today Americans are in America. Chinese are in China. Not anymore. Now the Chinese are in America. It's all mixed together. So the fact that the guy, <laughs> somebody came from the town of Amon, doesn't, mean, doesn't, mean, doesn't he's, mean he's Amoni. Right. So what, do you, what is it? It's a safek. Whenever you have a safek, the rule is, call the parish, Mirubah parish. 
whoever separates himself is separated from the public, from the majority. Majority of people in the world are not from Amon. So you could say he was separated from the majority, which was not Amon. So you could assume that he's not an Amoni and you could allow him in. That means that everybody was mixed together. It says that Hashem knew Hashem. Hashem said, I'll send back the Bnei Amon. That means the Amoni is going to come back at, back at home. Sounds like they came back home already. It says, and they will return. Bnei Israel is also going to return. Did Bnei Israel go home yet? We're still not home. So the same way we that part of Nevoah didn't come true yet because we're still in Galut. So to Amon didn't go back yet. So still we're going to say now that everybody is still mixed mixed uh, mixed together. Call them Parish Meruvah Parish. Miyadi Tiruhu Lavobekahal and Rabbi Yeshua, I guess he won over this and he was an Asi now and they allowed him to get married. Since this happened, I guess he sees that Rabbi Yoshua is really correct. So he let me go be mefayesim. Kimata lebeta, chazinu laashita debeted meshachran. He saw he was his walls of his house were black. Amad le mikotle beta chatan ikar shepechamiata. I see what you're doing. You're a pechami. Or a blacksmith. So that's why the walls of your house are all, bl- are all black. So, Rabbi Yeshua, right away, says, Woe to the generation that, you're, that you were the chief. He tells the Ban Gamliel, you know, you, you have, you have a lot of money. You don't know what Talmidei Chachamim are going through. Because the Sadiqim, they, they never took from the people anything. So how, did, how are they going to make a living if they're not going to take a dollar from anybody? They're going to have to do work that even are, are not up to their standards. So to be a Pechami, to be a blacksmith, it wasn't nice. And so, so, so what do you mean? What are you doing? If you're the rabbi, what are you doing being a Pechami? So the rabbi answers, what do you mean? But I'm, I'm not, you, you don't know, there's, there's nothing... There's nothing there for me to do. This is what I'm doing in order to, for Panasah. I was you. I I offended you. Macholi, forgive me. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, he ignored him. Sounds like. So he asks him again. Do if not for me, do for my parents. All you know, generations of Talmidei Chachamim. Do for them. P.S. And then Rabbi Yeshua said, "Yeah, I'm Mochel." Amru mikan nezel. From now, Amru man nezel. Who's gonna go? Vlemalu rabanan. I guess now that Rabbi Yoshua is is okay with Rabban Gamliel, and he's not in pain. He was ready to mochel him. Now it sounds like they want to upgrade Rabban Gamliel back to nasi, because the whole reason why they demoted him is because he was being mitzayed Rabbi Yoshua. But if Rabbi Yoshua is happy, right. So I don't understand how, how he could do that because if you demoted him, it's like, like they demoted him what? By mistake? They demoted him because he was, Rabbi Yeshua was Bitsar. Now Rabbi Yeshua is happy. How do you take away Rabbi Lazar Zariah's job? You already hired him. 
And now that you, now that Rabbi Yeshua is, is, is on good terms with Rabban Gamliel, you're going to take away Rabbi Lazar and Zayah's job? It's a little uh, hard concept. Uh, to Buy what, uh, him and put the other guy back? Yeah. He's, he's 18 years old. He's a kid. He could, he I know, but he was in Asidi. Obviously, he's, you know, he was up there. Which one, the, 18, the one who got fired? The one who got re- hired now. The new one. The new one. Yeah, but he wasn't... It, was, it wasn't like a mistake. They only hired him by mistake. No, no, they hired him for a reason. Now he's Mochel. So now he's Mochel. Very nice he was Mochel. Okay, so yeah, they shouldn't uh, have okay. anything to do with the job. <coughs> so yeah. let's see what happens here. So, Malua Ha'u Kobas, our laundry man, says, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Ana Azilna. Shalachu Rabbi Yeshua Rabbi Midrashah. Rabbi Yeshua sent a message to the Bet Midrash. Meaning Rabbi Yeshua is basically warning the Bet Midrash what's, what's going on here. Mandela Vishmada. The one who wears the robe, Yilbash Mada, should wear the robe. The one who is accustomed to wear the, you know, the, yeah, the, the chief rabbi outfit. Umad and the one who is not accustomed to wear the robe, Yemad Lelaman, Telavish Mada, tell the one who is wearing the clothing, Shalach Madach, take off your robe, Vanal Bishem. So he's telling the new guy to give the, the other guy his robe back? Yeah. He was wasn't saying it directly. He was telling it to the Bet Midrash right. in general. Yeah, because he wasn't really involved. Amalu Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva tells the rabbis, "Tiruku gale, lock up the doors of the Bet Midrash. The loleti that they don't, the loletu that they don't come in. Abde the Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel's servants. Why? Because they're going to hear that Rabban Gamliel is getting his job back. They're going to." They're gonna, that's it. They're gonna kick everybody outside. They're gonna, he's gonna be in charge. They might do things a little bit, uh, out of hand. So, it'll be a little, you know, they were scared that they will be Mitzayed people. Mitzayed the rabbis. So, I'm gonna go myself to talk to him. He came up to the house. Now, Rabbi Yoshua is telling Rabban Gamliel. He also, he's gonna tell it to him in like, uh, very uh, a poet, like a poetry. Mazeh ben mazeh yazeh. The sprinkler, the son of the sprinkler, should sprinkle. Who sprinkles? The the, the kohen. The kohen who knows how to sprinkle. The the to be to bring the purification to the Jewish people when they came to Ahmed, they would take the waters and they would sprinkle it on them and come to Hod, purify them. If you are not a sprinkler. Velo ben maze, and you're now the son of a sprinkler. Your madle maze, ben maze, will tell the sprinkler, the son of the sprinkler, memecha, your waters, memeara, from cave water, vefrecha, and your efen, efen makla, like burnt up ashes. Basically, let the one who knows how to sprinkle, sprinkle. He's hinting to Rabban Gamliel, you are the sprinkler, so you take your job over. Let it run in the family. Yeah, keep it with you. Like he, I guess he's uh, okaying it with him. Now, Rabbi Yeshua, you, we're doing this for you. You're you, 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 you pleased? We demoted Rabban Gamliel because of your honor. Are you okay with him? We're going to go and we're going to upgrade him now. How should we uh, upgrade him? Now, if we're going to take away Rabbi Lazar and Nazariah from his job, once you get a high position, you can't get demoted. Nice rule. Once you get a, that's it, even if you have somebody better, but that's it, you can't, you can't demote him. 
but he did. Yeah, because he was uh, it was a problem. He was, he he was like hurting somebody. Like yeah, he got impeached, yeah, he was hurting him. He was being mitzayed Rabbi Yeshua. So now you have just just meaning I guess for now to upgrade Aban Gamliel to bring him back. You can't knock out Rabbi Lazab Nazariah. So the Gemara says, Let them switch off uh, week by week. They'll have different classes. So then the Gemara says, They're going to have uh, Kin'ah. You can't have two equal rabbis. They're going to do it three to one. Three weeks. One week, This is why Rabbi Lazab is still titled the Nasi. And they're not equal on... In in, uh, in their job, because if they were equal, they would they would uh, have jealousy. I'm the nasi, and he's also nasi, but he's like the higher up than me. But they're both the same job. That's what it sounds like. To take him, meaning to tell him that you you're, you're regular, go sit in the back. They can't do that. To tell him that you you now there's two rabbis. Also, you can't do that. So they're telling him, okay, he's the rabbi, and you also you you're gonna give classes also once uh once a month you'll give the class. Yeah. Sometimes they would ask, whose week was it? Meaning, who's, who's going to give the class today? So, who was the student that brought up the original question? We said, it was started with a student, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai Haba. This whole thing was Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, which is uh, Pele, because Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, it sounds like the student, in a way, on surface value, didn't do the right thing. He, he told Rabban Gamliel that Rabbi Yeshua argues. And that caused this whole episode. Right. I'm just thinking, it's popped in my head now. I don't know if it's right. I don't think about it. But maybe this was all a plan to get more people in the Bet Midrash. Because Abang Gamliel didn't allow anybody in. And, and now all of a sudden, after the Zabanazariah took over, we see how much greater the Torah was. What happens when Abba Zabanazariah took over? It says, any halacha that they always had a question about, now they had the answer. Was that mean Abba Zabanazariah was so much greater than Abba Gamliel? I don't know. Maybe and yeah, maybe not. But maybe because they had so many people, they had Mosi Atadishmaya, and that's why they were able to be blessed with that much Torah. So Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, I don't know, I, it's hard to say that he was instigating in order to bring out this thing, but Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai was, uh, he was, uh, I can't say he didn't do anything without thinking. He was, uh, you know, he was, he wrote the Zohar. Okay. V'shem musafim kol ayom. Amar Rabbi Yochanan v'nikra posheya. Somebody who, who uh, waits for the whole day to pray musaf is called uh, negligent. Tanu Rabbanan, na'yu l'fanav shte tefilot. person has in front of him two tefilot. Achad shel mencha v'achad shel musaf. Like we said yesterday, it's a perfect day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And it's uh, 12.30 and, or 12.45 so you can do either Musaf or Mencha. Ben Parel Shel Mencha ve'achar kach ben Parel Shel Musaf shezu tedira vezu ena tedira. The Tadir comes first. Rabbi Yehuda Omer ben Parel Shel Musaf ve'achar kach ben Parel Shel Mencha Musaf comes first because zu mitzvah ove vezu mitzvah sheena overet. Musaf, you're going to run out of time. Even though maybe you might not run out of time but since you might run out of time that would uh, take half uh, Kedimah. Amar Rabbi Yochanan halacha <laughs> First goes Mincha and then goes Musaf. Listen to this uh, 
Avizarah, what he would do. When he was too weak to learn, what do you think he did? He can't learn. What do you think he was doing? He went to go sit at the yeshiva of Rabbi Natan Bartubi. When the rabbis passed by, I'm going to stand up for them. Since he didn't have the strength, maybe in his mind, he was, wasn't strong enough to learn, but physically at least he could stand, get up and down. Every time a rabbi walks in, he'll stand up. This way, I'm going to get rewarded for it. This is, what, this is what he's doing when he can't learn. Yeah, you would think, yeah, you're taking that, you know. Nafak atara binatam batuvi amale man amal alcha bemidrasha. So he said, who's saying the alcha this week? Amale achi amal biyochanan. Who's saying the alcha in general? Not this week. This is not uh, in that yeshiva. Amal biyochanan en alcha kere biyuda. The amal min parel adam shem mustaf veachar kam shem mincham. That the halacha is not like a biyuda. Amal biyochanan amra. Did biyochanan say this that the halacha is not like a biyuda? Amal in. Of course. I heard it. We learned it 40 times. Is it the first thing you learned from Rabbi Yochanan that you remember so clearly, I guess, that you went over it 40 times? Or is it new to you? Is it new to you or is it the first thing you heard? So, it's, it's uh, new to me. Because I was always uh, not sure. I always thought Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said it. So now that you're telling me that Rabbi Elazar, that Rabbi uh, Yochanan said it, I it was new to him. So he, I guess he reviewed it forty times, or he heard it from him forty times. That's why uh, he was uh, he, he knew for sure he, what he was saying was correct. Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. According to Rabbi Yudah, if you miss the time and you're praying Musaf too late, Allah I will, it's like a, the broken of, you broke the Mo'ed. I will gather from you. A broken Mo'ed, meaning you pushed off the time to pray. You pushed off the time to pray. Mo'ed means a time, a time of a meeting in you and Hashem. You're pushing off that meeting. That's uh, not good. My mashma, the high nugel is not the tabrahu. Nugel means to be broken. Rabbi Yosef would translate the pasuk of nugel moed that those who break that chasishalom. Uh, it's like the, the the enemies of the Jewish people, meaning to say. That people who push off the time to pray will will, will uh, break down. Will have a tabra. Will be broken. Whoever prays shachrit after the fourth hour, Rabbi Uda, Allah v'katuv Omer, nugemim moed asafti. Not only if you pray moed too late, but shachrit also. My mashma danu gelish not tzarahu. Nugel is lashon of tzar. Before we said a lashon of uh, breaking tzar, it's the same thing. That also that's Lashon of Tsar. Is our nefesh is uh, the, the what weakened which is the Dalfa. Dalfa Nafshimituga. You have the translation for that? Dalfa Dalfa Nafshimituga. We say in Salihot. My soul melts from a melts, melts, okay. 
from affliction. So two God means affliction. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yisrael Kaman Me'acha Bitulotecha Nogot Vihi Marla. The young girls were uh, also Bitzar Vihi Marla and it was very bitter. Okay. Rav Aviyah wasn't feeling well. Rav Aviyah wasn't feeling well. And the Lord tell him, and he didn't go to the, to the Bet Midrash, to the Shi'ud of Rav Yosef. The next day when he came, Rav Yosef felt bad that Rav Aviyah didn't come. So Abayah wanted to make, I guess uh, he wasn't open why he didn't come. Abayah said, you know what, let me find out why Rabbi Yosef didn't come and explain it to the rabbi. This way the rabbi was not upset at him. So sometimes, you know, the, the student himself felt uncomfortable to excuse why he was late, but now he, other people know that the rabbi was, was upset. How come he didn't come to the shiur yesterday? I wasn't feeling well. By the way, this was going on. When was this? This is like what we do today. A lot of shuls, they have a derashah before Musaf. And after the derashah, they would pray Musaf. So that was the time for the derashah, it was before Musaf. So, how come he didn't come to the day? He said, I was feeling well, I wasn't able to come. Why don't you eat something? You weren't feeling well. Have a little bit of breakfast and then come to the shiur. Do you not hold like Ravuna? The Amar Ravuna Asur lo la Adam Shitom Kum Kodesh Tvarel Tvad Musafim. You're not allowed to taste anything before Musaf. So I'm not allowed to eat anything. Amar le Ibai le Lemar letzliyetz lo Tad Musafim biyachid. You should have prayed Musaf biyachid, ate breakfast, and then go to class. Don't tell me not feeling well, so you had to wait for the shul to pray. So so he says, what do you mean? I can't pray early. If the shul gets up to Musaf at 10 o'clock, I can't pray at 9. I can't pray earlier than the Tzibur. The only time we're not allowed to pray earlier than the shul is if you're in the shul. If you're in the shul and you start the Amidah too early. But if you're at home, you can pray whenever you want. Ravuna says you're not allowed to taste anything before Musaf. We hold you're allowed to taste before Musaf. As let's say you want to have a kiddush after after shachri, you want to have a little bit of uh, you know a little bit of breakfast. You can have a little bit of something before Musaf. Now you can't have a meal. You can't have like a kabetza, but you can have a little bit. And Allah is not like Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi kivan shegiyah zman tefilat mincha asul ol adam sheitam kum kolim tefilat tefilat mincha. Now once zman tefilah comes, also you can't taste anything. We hold you allowed to taste, but you can't be koveya a meal. It was the time for mincha. So this uh, this Gemara doesn't speak about kiddush. Maybe he was saying, eat something small, make kiddush and eat something small. Kiddush. Really, my end kiddush el makom seuda. So, if you can't have a seuda, who said? Musa, yeah, if you can't have a seuda, because you're not allowed to be to, you're not, you're only allowed to be to em. So, if you're not allowed to have a seuda, so how do you? So maybe before musaf, you don't have a chiyuv to say kiddush. Because you're only to em. Let's say, say kiddush is only makom seuda. Now. Right, now, so for Kiddush Makom Seuda, you're okay with the Kezayat. That's the only thing. Kiddush Makom Seuda, you don't need to have a whole meal. You only have to have a Kezayat. 
So this is where the machloket is. If you need, when do you need kiddush? After shachri or after musaf? So our bottom line is machloket, the chida and Rav Chaim Palaji. So we're strict both ways. If the shachri, better to say kiddush, and after musaf, even if you heard before, it's better to be machmir and have kiddush again. Uh, yeah. yeah, but you can't have if you before musaf, you can't have too much. Okay, next gemara. We're supposed to be saying every day, so it's easy. Rabbi Nechunia ben Akana, Hayam et Parel bechnizadol bet Hamidrash. Rabbi Nechunia ben Akana would pray when he walked into the bet Hamidrash. Rabbi Nechunia ben Akana when he would leave also a short tefillah. Amru lo mama kum tefillah zu. What are you praying there for? Amar lahem bechnizati anim et Parel shloirad vatakaladi. When I come to learn, I pray that nothing wrong should come out from what I'm teaching or what I'm learning. When I leave, I pray. I need no ten I thank Hashem. So you pray to Hashem, you thank Hashem. When you walk into the Bemidash, what you say, There shouldn't be any stumbling in Halacha. Yeah, it's in the front page of all the uh, and my friend shouldn't be happy if I make any mistakes. Shouldn't make a mistake and say something that's And when my friends make mistakes, oh, I shouldn't be happy when they made a mistake. So, you put my chelik. I'm from those who sit in the bed midrash. I'm not sitting down in the corners. Of uh, where the, you know, the, the street corners. Shani We both get up early. You walk outside, a lot of people driving already, a lot of people, they start their day. Shani mashkim, the Torah, I'm in the Bema Midrash. Shani mashkim, the Bema and they're out there uh, doing, uh, whatever they're doing. The Bema Metilim. Shani amel, Bema Amelim. I work hard and they work hard. Shani amel, Mekabel, Sachar, Bema Amelim, Bema Mekalim, Sachar. I'm running and they're running. So basically, he's teaching us when you're thanking Hashem, you, you should have a contrast in front of you. You say, not just, oh wow, look how great I'm doing, but look at the people who I'm, you know, or are not doing what you're doing and look at the difference. And you see, wow, it's really, we're really, uh, we're, 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 we're so much different, so much more elevated than them. And that gives you the, yeah, what's it called? That gives you the chizuk, thank Hashem, to be more grateful. Tanura Banan. This is also a famous Gemara. Kishichalad Abiel Yezer. When Abiel Yezer got sick, Nechnesu Tamidav Bakirot. The students came to visit him. Amru Lord Abenu, our master, Lamdenu Orchot Chaim. Teach us the ways of life. V'nizkeh Ba'en L'chayah Olam Abba. This way we could go one day to Olam Abba. Amar Lahem. He gave him a few rules. Number one, Hizaharu B'chvod Chaberchem. Be careful to honor your friends. Number one. Rule number one. Rule number two. Make sure your children are not making mistakes. Place them in the laps. In front of Tamidei Chamim. Get them, uh, get them rabbis to teach them. And when you pray, know who you're standing in front of. Because of that, you'll get Olam Haba. Now, Yochanan ben Zakai, when he got tickets to his came to visit him, 
Nitzchil of Kot. He saw them, he started to cry. The students are telling Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakai, Ner Yisrael, you're the light of the Jewish people. Amud Haimini, you're the pillar, the right pillar. Patisha Chazak, like as strong as a hammer. Mipnei Ma'ata Bochei, why are you crying? If I had a court case in front of a king, human being, a king who one day will die, um, I would be afraid. If he gets angry, his anger is not everlasting. And if he locks me up, and Yisrael Yisudolam, I'm not going to be locked up forever. And even if he kills me, and mitato mitato olam, his death is not going to be everlasting. I could always plead to him, I could give, bribe him. And in a regular case, I would be, I would be crying. Hashem is everlasting. And if he's angry, the anger lasts forever. And if he's and locked up, that could be forever. Everything could be. Nothing I can tell him to try and get out of it. Once it's Yomadin, it's Yomadin. I know in front of me there's two roads. He doesn't know where he's going. How could I be? He didn't know where he was going. So, I would say simply, the Gemara teaches us that a person should always look at himself as half-half. That if a person looks at himself 50-50, the next time he has a mitzvah in front of him, he'll do it because he wants to tip the scale. But even after he does that mitzvah, he has to be trained to think of himself 50-50. So that means even at the time where he's holding my passing away, he's not looking back and saying, oh, um, I'm a sadiq my whole life. He's still looking at himself 50-50. And it was so real to him that you saw in front of him there were two paths. That's how real the words of Chazal were to him. So they told him, Rabbeinu, bless us. This is the tefillah of the rabbi before he's going. You should fear Hashem like you fear people. That's it. That's all you have to bless us with. You should, he said, I wish you would have that fear. Because any time a person sins in the back of his mind, he's saying, I hope nobody's looking. That means you fear people more than you fear Hashem. So if you would only fear Hashem the way you fear people, that would be good enough. When he was going at the time of the, of the Petirah, he told the people in front of him, take away all the, the, the Kelim, because they'll be going to come Tameh. Prepare a chair because came. He came to escort him, escort him to, to Olam Abba. And this we find even nowadays rabbis that are totally engrossed in, let's say, certain mefarshim, certain those I, they go to greet them. I know the Rav Bravda wrote books and books on the Vilna Gaon. 
explaining his mifarshim and his kiddushim. And, and before he passed away, his kid said that he, he said something like the Vilnaga on is here, something like that. And then the same thing with uh, one of the, uh, what's his name? Shlomo Hyman, I think he saw Kiva Eger. Different rabbis, they have different, you know, Pnei Yeshua, Sodashi, different uh, things, specialty, specialty uh, VIP, uh, uh, yeah, what's it called, when, they, when they're going. So he had, yeah, he had, he, he depends who he's going with. <coughs> but all the Torah that a person learned, they, they all uh, they all accompany him also. Yeah, the rabbi he's about to pass away. He says, "Oh, Cheskiyahu Melech Yehuda came. Cheskiyahu Melech Yehuda hasn't been around for years." The big rabbis are coming to greet him. Yeah. 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 Rabban. Yeah. Rabban Gamliel Omer Bechoyom Ayom and Palel Adam Shmonesre Yimpai Eighteen Berachot. That's Amida. Rabbi Yeshua Omerim Enchemunasre from you know like an abridged eighteen berachot. Rabbi Akiva Omerim Tshigurat Tzatov Efimit Palel Shmonasre Vimla Benchemunasre. If you know how to pray, pray all eighteen. If not, then you do the abridged. Rabbi Eliezer Omer Haaset Tfilato Keva Entfilato Tahanim. Somebody who makes his Tfilah Keva, he makes it fixed in in his mindset that he's you know different ways to explain this. But he looks at tefillah as a, uh, you know, daily routine. His tefillah is not tachanunim. Tefillah has to be tachanunim. Tachanunim idaber rash. A poor person speaks with uh, tefillah, pleasing Hashem, trying to pray and pleading. The person that's too much set in his ways, his tefillah, there's no emotion to it. There's no feeling. A person that's in a, going through Makom Sakana, he should say a short prayer and say, Hosha Hashem et Amecha et Israel. Et Sherit Israel. Mechol Parashat Ha'ibur. And every, I guess, uh, I think this means like an intersection. Let me just check. Mechol Parashat Ha'ibur. And every, Parashat Ha'ibur. Here it says, uh, the Gemara is going to explain what this means. Yeah. Yeah, she says, Mefaresh be Gemara. Um, whenever they are at this parashat uh, ibud, they should the need should be in front of you. Baruchata Hashem shomeya tefila. Hayad ochev alachamol v'yarad v'itpalel. Persons on the donkey get down and say the amida. The man who yachol ered yachzir panav, he should turn his head. The man who yachol achzir panav, if he can't turn his head, yichaven et libok kenegen bet kotchek kodashim. He should at least turn, have in mind. And, and be imagining that the Kodesh Kodashim is in front of him. <laughs> if he's on a boat or an Asda, like a raft. What would you say? It says imprisoned in stocks. Where are you? Those are the things that hold you. If he was traveling on a boat or was imprisoned in stocks. Yeah, Tasem Bissad Ragli. Beta Sohar. Now she says beta sohad, like a, like a prison. Lashon acher etzim akishunim zeim zeh, like a raft. Like a, you know, wood, you know, planks of wood tied to each other. That they swim in the river with. It's like a boat, a raft, basically. A raft and a prison is two totally different, uh, Okay. Because he's on a raft, he can't be mechaven, he and he's locked up also. He doesn't know where he is either. Hani yutchet keneged me. What are the eighteen berachot corresponding to? 
There's 18 names of Hashem. There's also, by the way, 18, 18 names of Hashem in Yichavod. There's also 18 Berachot, Berachot HaShachar. There's also 18 um, names of Hashem, I think, in Az Yashir. Let's show about that. Let's check that again. Rav Yosef, Amar, Keneged, Yudchet, Azkarot, Shemkiyat, Shema. 18 names of Hashem in Shema. Amar, Abitan, Chuma, Amar, Abi Yosef, 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 Corresponding to the 18 uh, parts of the bone of his spine. Amar Rabbi Tanchum, Amar Rabbi Shol Ben Avi, Amit Palel Tzayik Shichra, Ajit Pakaku Kol Chuyush Veshida, until his whole back is is turned. Is is uh, all his, his whole all the bones are are uh, are uh, what's called are down. Until the vertebrae of the spine protrude. Yeah. Ula Amar Atzirek Isad Kenegli Bo. Isad is a measurement of of. Uh, so until he sees a measurement of skin opposite his heart. So he's got to see like this area. If he goes down, then he'll see his heart. Once he bends his head, he doesn't have to do anymore. When do you, are you patooed from bowing more than your head? If it's hard for him, and at least it looks like he's going down, that would be good enough. We have 19 berachot. We have the Laminim and Malshinim in Yavne. Kamara says, Why? What are we doing? What is that corresponding to? Amar Yibi Levi, Rabbi Hillel, Vered Rabbi Shmuel, Barnachman, Keneged, Ela Kavod, and Im. Rabbi Yosef, Keneged, Echad, Shepkiriat Shema. So, Ela Kavod, and Im is the name of Hashem. El is the name of Hashem. So, that's, that's the 19th Piracha. And also, Kiryat Shema, we said there's only 18 names of Hashem, so the 19th name of Hashem is Echad. And if you look in Shukhan Aruch, Echad also it refers to Hashem's name in different ways. And uh, what you're saying, what you're having in mind with Echad, and that's the reason, no, that's Hashem Chememet, his name. But Echad, Hashem is one, it's like one, making Hashem's name one. Amar, Revitan Chum, let's see where we're up to. According to Rabbi Tanchum, in the name of Rabbi Shob and Navi, that the 18 Benachor are corresponding to the 18 bones of the, of the spine. So, what's the 19th going on? So, there's one small bone on the bottom. And that's what's going on. We'll stop here now.